thanks for checking out the Nosara podcast. In this episode, we have Michelle Gonzalez, otherwise known as Mishkat, in the studio. She plays a song or two and shares a very interesting story with us. I hope you enjoy getting to know her, and I'm looking forward to having her back in the future. All right. All right. Michelle, you made it in. Hey, hello. Thanks for coming. Thank you so much for inviting me. And we just met, and I love it. I, I just, like, you know... Three, four days ago, spontaneously, I just decided to come to Nosara. I didn't have a car, but I really wanted to come. And suddenly everything started aligning. And then I, I called my friend Alvaro Salas and I said, hey, I'm going there. He's like, you got to crash in my place. Everything done. Next day we went to lunch with you and it's awesome. What a trip. <laughs> and I love this podcast. Thank oh, you for inviting me. Gosh, it's an, it's an honor to have you on. But before we talk anymore... Please introduce yourself because I think a lot of people from around here might not know of you just yet. So fill us in on you and what you're up to with your career and just your life in general. Thanks. Well, my name is Michelle Gonzalez. I'm from Costa Rica and my artist name is Mishkat. Um, I currently live in Los Angeles, um, but I, I'm, I'm a tica, so I'm, I come here a lot all the time and um, I'm making music constantly um, with a label called Snafu Records in Sweden. Shout out to Snafu from Sweden. Snafu from Sweden, exactly. And uh, I just released Goofy. That's my latest single. And just writing new stuff all the time. Preparing everything for 2021. Um, and um, yeah, I'll maybe I can play a little bit of my <laughs> of my single. and uh, Or improvise. Or I don't know where this is going to take us, but I love it. All right. Well, <laughs> we'll end up getting somewhere, I think. Um, yeah. But you live in LA right now, so that means you're you're there. This is your career. This is your this is your everything. It yeah. sounds like I I live in LA. I've been living around everywhere for a while. Uh, I'm kind of like a, a nomad. So I went. Let me see. In 2015, I decided to go to Europe. I had a um, a, a party I had to play at random person that I met in Costa Rica that was having a party in Portugal. So. It's, it's, that's my life. It's just super random. So I ended up going there and, um, I lost the ticket on the way back. So I, because I just decided to stay and I wanted to try out, um, being there for three months in, in some parts of Europe without money and just exchanging my art, my singing and photography for like places to stay at and food. This is 2015. This is 2015. Sorry, this is 2014, actually. Okay. Yes. And um, so I did that for a while. And I went to different parts. Of, I went to France. I went to Spain. Uh, stayed in Portugal, Germany, uh, Denmark, and then ended in Sweden. But it was really awesome because I, I was kind of, I was scared because, you know, you don't know how people are going to react to you wanting to do that kind of stuff. But it, it was beautiful because you can. And, uh, I didn't want to, I didn't want luxury at all because it's, you know, it's more difficult and everything, but it was way cooler because you connect with everyone, man. I was, I was playing, I was busking in the street with a lot of artists. I met a lot of people there and a lot of people in different hostels and, and we became friends and now I invite them to Costa Rica or in LA if they're there. And I don't know, it's just so cool to connect. And I love, I loved getting out of, Costa Rica and of the person that I thought I was 
and just open myself up to the world and you you get to know so many versions of yourself with the people you meet or you maybe meet someone that reminds you of your best friend over in, back in your country and so i don't know you have interesting connections gotcha so um, well being based out of la right now yeah the diversity that you see on a daily basis is uh it's, it's very hard for many people from Costa Rica maybe to even understand. Tell us a little bit about what it's like living in Los Angeles and how the good oh and the God. bad of the of the culture and this, the whole thing. Like kind <laughs> of fill a us crazy, in. It's a crazy jungle, man. <laughs> so, yeah, after being in, in Europe, I decided not to come back here. I decided to go to L.A. because of that same reason of the diversity, all the cultures that you can find and the the craziness the one of the things that i love the most is the um, fact that people are in a sort of constant uh, survival mode well depending where you are there's everything in la but i i didn't know anyone i just went there and i started couch surfing and you got to be so creative there i mean creativity not just in art in business in life it's part of our evolution, you know, to just like be alive and see what we're going to do the next day. So I met a lot of creative people, um, entrepreneurs and, and artists and everything. And I played there at the streets as well and then started meeting other people and started, I kept on writing always. Um, and, um, it's just, it's madness, you know, it's either you let the, the city take you up or, just kill you <laughs> sometimes both sometimes both but i feel both are important to just grow well that's interesting how your european experience and going from couch surfing and busking on the streets um that energy and experience transfers you to continue that same theme except now in la and then again couch surfing <laughs> yeah and, but changing now from busking on the streets to becoming an actual artist and somehow or another you found a way to making a living at this somehow. So <laughs> you're not like me playing the guitar here. You're actually good. So I don't know, man. I just, I just throw myself in the water. I was singing jazz in the, the third prominent street. Like I would buy him a little speaker and I would just put, sometimes I would put tracks and I would just close my eyes. And it was so cool. I felt so vulnerable. Like just being in that position and, and waiting for people. Sometimes you get $10 in four hours. Sometimes you do a lot of money. Um, but it's like, I don't know. I just like that feeling of like being with myself in a vulnerable position and just like, I could like tell doing <laughs> it's weird. I don't know. <laughs> but, uh, it was, yeah, it is weird, <laughs> but it sounds, it sounds, not normal. And uh, that's also why I'm enjoying this conversation. <laughs> cool. So let's dive a little bit deeper into that for just a second. Yeah. You like being vulnerable. Uh -huh. You'll put it all on the line, obviously. <laughs> and I'm guessing that you try all kinds of weird things that most normal people who are just working their day job and then coming home and living their day life. I'm guessing you do different types of things. Yes. Give me an example or two or three. Okay. Um, so I love doing social experiments. Um, and for a year in LA, I was thinking about just, I woke up one day and I said, wow, I want to, I want to be purple, like purple skin and 
just living a uh, normal, the life that I live, but I just want to paint myself purple. And I thought about it for like a year or half a year or something. And Is I didn't like do it. like a hand or an arm or a body? No, no, the whole body, literally. I was, <laughs> I was, I wanted to go all in. Um, and I was so scared of it. I'm very shy. I, I'm very, I don't know. I just, I like to be in my world and, um, but in a way I do this because just to like, you know, push myself. Like you gotta be your mother and your daughter and your grandmother. <laughs> you got them all in. So you gotta like use them and push yourself. And uh, I thought about it for a while. I didn't do it until one day I said, man, you know what? I don't give shit. Just I'm gonna do it. Purple. And um, I'm gonna be purple. And I started painting myself first day, just did it, went out to a concert, went on a bus, whatever. I did my normal thing. And it's very interesting. I mean, I, I, I felt very empowered just to do it, be myself there. And, Hold and on, people, at first, did you feel empowered or did, or did you? It was first... like weird. It was weirdly like I was super nervous, anxious and empowered. Like, oh, my God, I'm really doing this. And then, of course, you start thinking about ah, people are judging me. I don't look good. Uh, those people are making faces. Where am I? What am I doing? Like all those thoughts, whatever thoughts you have. And then you just have to like, okay, are you guys, are my negative thoughts done? Okay, I'm cool. I'm just, you know, I am. I am a human. I can do whatever. I, I am myself. And it starts becoming like a game. And then you kind of like it. It's like a rush, an adrenaline rush. And then I started doing it like four times a week. It was, it became a ritual. Like I would wake up in the morning, put my paint on and, um, and start my day with coffee or whatever and just do whatever I had to do. Everything was purple. Of course, my friends hit at that point. I was living with uh, an ex-boyfriend in a house with six other guys. It was crazy times and everything was purple. They all hated me. <laughs> and uh, it was just, I don't know. It was a, a moment. It was a strange part of my life. I then connected it with my music. Um, I kind of created a character. And uh, I have synesthesia. I can see colors and textures with music. Um, so it was very interesting because... I was seeing a lot of purple in my music at that time. That. Obviously, you just made it all make sense. So the, it was the, so it was like an aha moment. I'm like, oh my god, I became purple. And wait, I hear a lot of purple and blue colors in in my music. This is crazy. So then this character became like I, I created Mishcat. Um, that's which when is it, still alive today. Yes, I am Mishcat, <laughs> and um, and yeah, it, it just started like that. <laughs> and um yeah it, it became this character and um it all made sense and it didn't at the same time but it was beautiful and it was real i was feeling very real and it was a point in my life where i didn't you know i just recorded in sweden i was waiting in, in los angeles for everything to co come out and i wasn't feeling my music i was seeing the colors but i wasn't fe feeling the music so I want to feel myself and I feel that's why I did all these sort of experiments um, to feel something, to feel real. That's interesting. I'm um, As you're talking, it seems to me that Mishcat in the future might have some sort of Eastern flair. You already covered the European thing. Now you covered the, <laughs> the Western thing. You may as well go ahead and bounce one more click around the globe. Let's do it. <laughs> um, but a lot of stuff of what you're saying makes me think of... 
like I'm from the West and never traveled anywhere. I was taught like the religion and that was kind of the flavor and that was it. And you kind of choose your football team that you root for. You choose the your yeah. religion. Like it was all kind of like channeled. Yeah. And I was in my 20s before I ever like really thought about different cultures and pantheism and wow. versus dualism. And, and I was brought up in a dualistic world. God created it. Now God's up there in the sky somewhere watching it all, wait until yeah. you die and then you go to heaven, like that type of thing. Yeah. Somewhere along the way, it transitioned to, wait, God could be inside of us. Hold on, huh? Hmm. And this was in my 20s, not when I was 12. Like, wow. I was old. But that transformation for me, I kind of wish I had what you had in a way because you have wanted the dualism of the good and the bad and everything with everything you described. In Europe, you wanted the pain. You wanted the pleasure. You wanted to know what it felt. You also wanted the anxiety. You wanted the whole thing. Yeah. You just said the same thing about L.A. to the point of painting yourself purple. All your roommates hated you and a whole musical character and everything came out of it. You found some satisfaction going through that whole crazy. Yeah. What many of us would think is crazy. Um, actually, let's just call it crazy. Paint yourself purple for a while. It's a little, little out let's there. Do it. But you want the the whole shebang. It sounds like in everything that you do. It's important. It's part of it's. The human experience. No, it, no. Us humans do the opposite. We want comfort. We, we stay in our little lane. And um, I'm not saying we should. I'm just saying what we do as creatures. We're creatures of habit. We kind of get in our comfort zone. And very few people are scared to break out of their comfort zone. Interesting. I came down to Costa Rica on August 5th of 1999. It changed my life. That's beautiful. And I woke up one morning. I saw the color. I saw the life. I saw affluent, sane people uh, who were living down here. I was like, you can't wait, you can leave the US? Like it's actually like that's a thing. <laughs> that's amazing, man. <laughs> and I was I'm telling you, I was, I was 23, 20 years old, 23, 24 years old. It sounds like Costa Rica brought out a really good version of it. Completely changed everything for that's me. Awesome. And every day from August 5th, 1999 till the day I moved here full time, all the time in early 09, I just woke up every day. I want more of that. Whatever I have to do, I'll do it. I worked at jobs I hated. I worked in finance. I've worked, I've managed title companies, mortgage companies, real estate licenses, all these different. I've done a lot of different stuff. I couldn't stand any of it just to get here. Wow. Man. And actually I do a lot of stuff here. I don't like just cause I want to be here. Wow. Um, but my version of putting it on the line was very different than yours. So I'm really enjoying hearing your different version, which started early and yours went strong. <laughs> um, most people wait till their 40 or fifties have their midlife crisis and then take a jump and have a little bit of a leaf. They dabble in, those weird areas for a minute and then they go back to their normal lives and then you're not doing that. No, I feel, you know, I try to take out the age part and I try to say just like, there's no age for questions. Like you just, there's always good time for questioning yourself and questioning where you are and what you're doing. And sometimes, I mean, I grew up with a very religious family, very rigid, everything. Um, I was telling my friend Alvaro, like my dad, he doesn't remember anymore, but sometimes like parents do things don't remember, but they would tell me like, if you, I don't know, get something dirty, Jesus is going to be sad or angry. <laughs> Dude, I was five and I would, I remember I would like go to bed praying, like sing five Ave Marias. I don't know, man, like Padre Nuestros, everything like, please, I'm sorry that I didn't clean my te teeth in the right way. My God, you grow up like that and then everything becomes this whole, I don't know, anger. Then, man, Kurt Cobain saved my life with his music and I just 
took it all out with grunge and Alice in Chains and all grunge music and then rock and you know music saved my life huh. so you got your release through music literally yeah. and that's what's transitioned you into who you are now it sounds like yeah huh and it's interesting because both of my parents are musicians and artists but they grew up with a way more rigid family they like both of my parents are actually like they're uh, the black sheep of both families they're, they're very relaxed they're very they're really cool, really nice, loving people. I grew up with a lot of love and a lot of creativity and space for like just be myself and be creative. But at the same time, I mean, we're in Costa Rica. It's it's a very religious country, very uh, how do you say it? These structures in a way. Stringent. Exactly. I, I'm like my grandma still asks, why am I doing music? Why am I doing what I'm doing? Like all those questions. But it's fine. It's all right. It's it's what they know it's what they know best it's they they have a good intention behind it so i just say thank you and and i keep on going with my life um but i i talking about you i really like that you you did this change you you had this urge of changing of doing something different of feeling and curiosity of going to another country and just starting starting there and yeah I, I appreciate you saying it but for me i'm more enamored with the fact that you've done it the whole time like your whole life for, for well, me well not my whole life okay well but hold on you parts. said Alice in Change <laughs> and, and grunge got you out of it so most of your life yeah music hit you and that it sounds like you had hmm despite the fact you're not doing the traditional life college degree family life da 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 you actually have more of a solid foundation about you and I, I couldn't tell that. No one could tell that in wow. getting to know you really quick. But after having listened to you, it's there. You actually have more of a foundation to you than I bet any of your friends or any of the people really know, especially when you're painted purple, because you're actually <laughs> coming from authenticity and changing yeah. true inside of you feelings. I'm telling you, most humans don't operate from, from there. Oh my Very God. few people even really get there. It takes a lot of courage. You got to face your fears to get there. You know, it's like the fears are always there. The anxiety is always there. But I try to like do more of the good than the like just put myself more in 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 the water and just not think about it that much or but you oh actually God, do like to think I? about it i do i do you have to you think about it you take it personal you you go through all of that and fear is always there but the fact that you do it that's the little gem that you have to keep you know because that gives you just more love with yourself more i don't yeah part of the foundation that you're saying it's just when you meet people who are artists and eccentric the last thing people think is like solidity <laughs> <laughs> yes, <laughs> no, you're so right it, 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 it makes sense in that way it's like you're all over the place but you're in a search you're curious i well, feel like curiosity is like something that we all have but sometimes society just like you know puts walls and and uh, it puts the what do you call the things that the, the horses yeah and so you think like oh this is life okay and then you get used to that and then you get scared to be who you really are which is like taking that out and like three seeing 360 or 180 whatever um but it's important you kind of just define the theme of this podcast really it's i've i've already lived here for a decade or so with the blinders i have this job i'm known as that guy i had a spot and an existence here but it was it wasn't who i am and it's not what i want to talk about and that's kind of where the wow. podcast was 
let's move back onto your career and what are you trying to get out of the next couple of years? Cause you told us about your past. You told us about kind of who you are yeah. and that's all been fine and good. I want to hear you say, state like your goals or what you're shooting for. Cause I know as an artist and I've already known you enough to know you're very humble, but you're also very talented. I've heard your stuff too. Thank what you. do you want to accomplish? And just feel free to say it. Like you don't have to hide what yeah. you really want. I, I, I really want to hear what you actually feel and what you want to accomplish. Okay. That's a great question. Um, I feel that I need to do something that really moves my soul in music because I want to do that to people and in order to do that I can't just do a song that doesn't feel 100% there and I feel that the songs that I've been releasing are awesome but I know that I have more there and uh, I've been like shutting myself down apart from everything all the experiments and everything i feel that i still have a fear there that i don't let myself go 100 percent um and i haven't done it with my music and it's like one of the most important things in my life it's what saved my life like what the hell so i got you so you you've accomplished a lot of those uh interesting angles and techniques and stuff in your in your personal life but you haven't gotten it out yet through your music yeah and i need to do that it's like one of the you know like at this i don't care about <laughs> the music industry is so difficult that the money is like in the way back in my mind like okay money's not gonna come right now who am i now what what do i feel now in this moment and i just want to be be fulfilled and, and good and, and power empowered with myself and knowing that i can give a good message with a song because it's what I can do best and make people feel good and confident. I want to make people feel confident of who they are and just, you know, just not afraid of, of, of sharing that gift as well to the world. So I want to inspire to make them inspire other people and be like a domino effect. That would be it's cool. Okay. Well, <laughs> are you interested in starting right now and maybe playing something for us? Oh my God. Yes. All right. Pick your poison. You want a ukulele or a guitar or acapella? A, a guitar. Whatever guitar you want to share with me. <laughs> I'm going to improvise. Good. I'm going to play. That's the best music. Yes. I love improvising. Let's see. Like a Range Rover Losing your mind Losing composure Take it low We take it low I get goofy every time I hear you say my name Alright I'm running in circles I'm running all around you This life is internal Oh yeah, oh yeah Got me jumping them hurdles Only do it for you One kiss on my tunnel Oh yeah, yeah, oh yeah 
If you want to love me, put a ring on my finger. Talking about the things you wanna do, you're on Tinder. Saying you wanna get loose. All of my body are you. I wanna ride it like a raindrop pie. Losing your mind, losing composure. Take it low, we take it low. I get goofy every time I hear you say my name. Uh, I body move like this a controller. Hundred on a gas is a big multi. Take it low, we take it low. I get goofy every time I hear you say my name. Oh, I. Okay. Thank you. Socked at guitar, but you know what? <laughs> I still love it. Oh, <laughs> I love great. the guitar. Thank I love you the so sound. Much. <laughs> Thank you so much. Oh my god. Thanks. Are you kidding? Thank oh, you so much, guys. Oh my goodness. So so thanks for playing. Thank you so much for listening. This is the the latest song that I, I released last year. It's called Goofy. And um it's very interesting because I mean I do pop music and um when you sing with a track you gotta be very you know, you gotta follow the rules. And I'm a very rebel person <laughs> from life so i always my favorite versions are where when i can just improvise and transform the song into something different um it has a lot of soul like it's, it has a lot of feeling you know it's what i i like i like to do well it sounds like i didn't say anything i don't know what i said anymore but yeah <coughs> whatever <laughs> it sounds like you're in a pretty good spot and you know the direction you want to go and I know it's going to be interesting, so I want to invite you back in the future. Thank you. I want to, I want to thank Dr. Alvaro for connecting us, making it happen. And uh, I look forward to seeing what happens with you, but uh, I know it's going to be interesting. Thank you so, so much. Before walking away into another dimension. Before walking away into another dimension. Hey, thanks for watching this episode. We have a whole bunch of episodes on richburnham.com are my YouTube channel, Rich Burnham. And if you want audio only, go to wherever you get your podcast and check out the No Sorrow Podcast with Rich Burnham.